How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Haley's Guide to Self-Growth. It has been a minute since I have recorded. I've been fairly busy, to be honest. I've had a lot going on. Um, we're finally on Christmas break, though, so that is awesome. I've been loving every second of it. Surprisingly, I feel like with the holidays, I've been out of the house more than I've been in my house, which is kind of crazy to me because during the school year, I feel like in order to stay mentally sane, I just have to be home and have alone time more than usual. And you know what? It worked for me. I had a really good semester. I ended with all Bs, which some of you might be like, oh, that's really not that great. But like compared to how I was doing previously, you know, that's pretty good. I, I wasn't doing horrible per se, but I just could have been doing better. I really wasn't prioritizing school at all. Um, but this semester I actually did and I put in quite a bit of work into school so it was a pretty good semester overall in terms of legitimately school so a little life update other than that um heading into second semester of junior year i'm going to be taking five classes this semester which normally i've been taking four so a little nervous for it but i think i can handle it so that'll be good um Today, though, I'm going to do another coffee chat, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to do another coffee chat. For those of you um, that I talk to on a regular basis, you already know why, because I got an iced coffee maker for Christmas. Um, so it's a Mr. Coffee iced coffee maker. Basically, it does something when it's brewing. I don't really know the science behind it. I haven't actually looked at it at all in terms of like how it happens, but you basically... There's like very strict instructions on how to make it and then you just fill up a cup with ice and then the brewing process is a little bit slower so it comes out a little bit colder so it's not melting all the ice. So I did that and I got that present and then I asked for some of the syrups like the Starbucks syrups. So I've got like vanilla, caramel, hazelnut, I think another one I can't remember what it is and then I asked for a froth or two. So I have this whole setup and I have these like glass cups with the bamboo lids and the glass straws and it's just like the perfect thing ever. Um, I even brought out some of my ice cube trays from my freshman year of college. Uh, I don't know. They're just kind of cool. <laughs> you know, just like different shapes of ice. So <laughs> you can tell I'm getting older. I'm like so excited about the weirdest things, but I am beyond pumped about this iced coffee maker and I used it for the first time today. Every single day I wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to use it today. And I, every time I went to use it, I'm missing something. Like I didn't have the coffee filters and then I didn't have batteries for my frother. And I was like, no, I'm not just going to like do it because I can, you know, like I want this to be perfect the first time I do it. And it was indeed just perfect. So shout out to that coffee maker because I am just so excited um, but yeah, so we're gonna do a coffee chat in light of that today. I am drinking, I don't even know, it was like salted caramel coffee from Target. Nick's mom got it for me, it's absolutely amazing. So I've got the salted caramel coffee, and then I used some vanilla syrup, I made some vanilla sweet cream cold foam, and I put a little bit of milk in there too, but it is literally perfect. I'm not gonna say that I'm never gonna go to Starbucks again, because we all know that that is not true. However... If I'm like craving it, this is a perfect substitute for Starbucks because it does taste very similar. So I'd say we're winning. Anyway, 
we're gonna dive into this episode here. This episode, I don't know, I know these coffee chats, I originally have said that I'm gonna keep them shorter and I think I'm just gonna stick with that because I like shorter podcast episodes myself. I'm someone who truly does listen to podcasts, that's why I decided to make one. So I'm gonna try to keep this one on the shorter-ish side compared to some of my other ones. This one, I'm going to talk about my mindset, I guess, going into the new year. Every year before this year, but like, I don't know, like most other people, I sit there and I set these goals for myself that aren't necessarily attainable in a sense. I don't mean I can't do it. It's just they're very drastic changes to the point where like my expectation, I guess, of the goal and the time that it's going to take to reach it, that's what's not attainable. Like, I will just give you an example. Let's say a couple years ago, I don't know if I actually even ever set this goal, but let's say my goal was to really like get back into the gym, which like that's something I would love to do in general. Um, But let's just say that that was my goal, right? In my head, that would mean every single day at 7 a.m. I should be getting up and going to the gym and sticking to a very strict schedule and, you know, just really focusing on just the gym. And while that is something I could do, I could totally force myself to do that, right? Like, I could totally do it. With that being said, though, I feel like the goal would be reached quicker if I set that goal differently. What I mean by that is more of just you know, sectioning it out to the point where it's like, okay, maybe if my goal is to get back into the gym, let's say that that, you know, seven days a week, early morning gym workouts, that's my goal by the end of the year instead of right off the bat, because I feel like that's just not going to happen. You know, I don't go to the gym anymore. So for me, I'm not just going to be able to start waking up every single day and doing something that I don't do now. You know, it's got to be something where you slowly go into that goal. So that's what I'm trying to avoid this year. I feel like it's a very common thing for everyone, really, to set these crazy goals for the new year that don't end up working, whether it's you're getting rid of soda or you're not going to eat as much chocolate. It's just like it works for what, like a month, and then it just doesn't anymore. And I feel like that just leads to disappointment. It's not necessarily something you're going to think about every single day that you're not doing your New Year's Eve resolution, but like... It's still just like why even set the high expectation for yourself when you know that you're not actually going to follow through with it, right? So going into this new year, my goals are a little bit smaller and more attainable in a sense. There's like a couple of them are going to be a little bit more challenging, but I haven't made them anything that's like life changing. Um, But I'm just going to kind of walk through my mindset going into this. So I guess in terms of legitimate things that I'm going to do different I really want to read more and I'm not going to set this is like this is the perfect example of what I was just talking about I'm not going to set a specific goal for that like reading more I haven't really been reading this past year besides the past few months really so even just reading five books within that year is reading more than I did this year right so just reading more in general. I have really been into Colleen Hoover lately. 
I know it was kind of a trend over the summer, but I kind of hopped on it a little late, but I'm not disappointed by it because these books are great. I read Ugly Love and I literally sobbed. Like that book was so good. I loved it so much. So right now I'm reading Verity by her. Really good so far. But yeah, I, I got some more for Christmas as well. So one of my goals is just reading more. I feel like when I read, it brings me a lot of peace. You know, you're able to kind of escape the reality you're in, in a sense. Like, not that my reality is crazy or something that's like not a reality I want to be in. It's just kind of fun to put yourself in another person's shoes and really like go through their story. So reading more, I feel like it makes you smarter. It expands your vocabulary. Really everything about it is just exactly what I want to do in terms of improving myself. So reading more is definitely on the list. Drinking more water. I feel like I kind of do this now. Like I definitely drink more water now than I used to when I was in high school. I guess kind of. I don't know. I, I did drink a lot of water in high school thinking about it now just because of softball. But I drink it on a more regular basis when I'm not doing like physical activity. So I really just want to improve that even more. I mean, I have, you know, if you know me, I have so many water bottles. That is like my thing. The amount of Yetis and Hydro Flasks and I just got a Stanley Cup. Like I'm perfectly set up to drink a crazy amount of water. <laughs> so whether that means I have to keep buying new water bottles just to be motivated to drink more water, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but whatever works for me to drink more water i need to do it it improves your skin it improves your health overall it literally cannot hurt to drink more water so that is definitely a goal of mine basically just not being lazy i guess this is part of the attainable part of the goal that i was talking about um there are times where i finish my water and i don't fill it up for another three hours instead when i finish my water within minutes i need to go fill it up just so I always have it next to me. I I mean, I really always have a water bottle next to me. It just, I don't know. I love water. So we're just going to drink more of it this year. Really excited about it. My other goal that I really want to focus on, this is probably like my main one, is not thinking and reacting with emotions and truly taking the time to think through the situation before reacting so i i heard people word that better but basically just not reacting with emotion i think that's something we can all work on because you know it's very easy to say things or do things in the heat of the moment when all you are feeling is just anger or sadness or you're annoyed or you, you know just those bigger emotions that are kind of hard to work through so that is definitely a big goal of mine is just really taking the time in situations where I feel a lot of emotions to stop and, you know, think about what is the logical reaction to the situation. And I feel like I already do an okay job at this. I guess really where this goal goes into play the most for me is probably with my family. I think there's a lot of times where since you know I've moved out and I've kind of started my own life and I live like exactly the way I wanted to live in high school I guess like just an example is just like I do dishes and I do laundry in the way that I want to do it 
my apartment's organized the way that I want it organized, just things like that. Like, I just live, you know, maybe different than my family did when I lived there. Like, I don't know, I'm not trying to call them out, but, like, in a sense, it's, like, you know, maybe they were a little bit more messy in certain ways. I mean, I definitely contributed to it. I was a mess in high school, too, but it's just little things like that. I live differently. I have a different mindset sometimes, so when I am around them, I feel like I can be a little, I don't know, just on edge and just... I, I don't know, I guess I kind of always feel like I'm trying to, like, prove myself, in a sense, when I'm with my family, and I feel like sometimes I come off as very harsh, so in those situations where, you know, I'm feeling a lot of things, I'm not necessarily processing what I'm feeling, I'm just, like, reacting to it, and I think that's just not fair to them, so, yeah, I really want to work on, you know, thinking logically and not just always reacting with what my you know initial emotion is because that's not always the best way to deal with things the people that do react with emotion all the time are usually seen as you know emotionally unstable and just not able to regulate that and I don't want that for myself and I feel like it's something I could do better you know in terms of that I feel like I could do a lot better so that's definitely a goal of mine and I also do not want to go to sleep with wet hair I have gotten so much better doing this. I know that sounds like such a small little stupid goal, but it truly damages your hair so, so, so much when you go to sleep with wet hair. So I'm going to like completely eliminate that. That is something that will actually be really easy for me. It's just all about timing. So, you know, for example, a lot of the time what will end up happening is I will be up late studying or working on something school related. And I prioritize the assignment over going and showering right away to the point where I'm showering really late at night and then I have no choice but to go to bed with wet hair because my hair is like so thick that it takes probably I would say three hours three to four hours to completely dry so it just I mean it ruins everything it ruins what my hair is gonna look like the next day what it's gonna look like for the next three days <laughs> it damages it it's really just an all-around bad thing to do so definitely going to work on never doing that again because there's just no reason for it it's as simple as if i know that i'm going to be up late studying let's take a shower first and then study you know it's a very simple fix that i can definitely do and like the other things that i have on my little list of things that i want to do they're not really as much of a task you could say as the other things i was just talking about so i've got about four more things on this list one of them is something I've been seeing a lot on TikTok and I've done a lot of thinking about it because I feel like I just relate to it a lot and it's just remembering how old you actually are and what I mean by this is I'm only 20 I'm not gonna be 21 until the end of July a lot of the time I am acting like I am 30 like in terms of where I am in life so a good example of this would just be, you know, just me thinking that I need to be more mature in a situation or something like that. You know, it's just like thinking I am just in an older place in life. I'm in a different place. You know, I think sometimes I get so caught up in trying to live the life that I expect my 30 year old self to be living, you know, like a perfectly clean apartment, a perfectly clean my like I, I don't even know I don't know how to explain it it's just really 
like I always live in this older mindset and I feel like sometimes it can be a very good thing other times it can be a really bad thing because then you're harder on yourself so I guess a better example would be I'm only in college and I will lay awake at night thinking about how I don't know what I'm gonna do as a legitimate job when I graduate and what I mean by that I know that I'm you know majoring in HR that's not what I necessarily mean it's more of like I don't know what my exact job is going to be at what exact company and I feel like in my head I have to have that all figured out when in reality I'm only 20. Like it's just it's one of those things where I really need to take a step back and be like Haley you do not have to have every single bit of your life planned and figured out at all times like it's okay to fail it's okay to mess up it's okay to grow like you're so young that you're not going to do everything perfect and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to have to say sorry and you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to do all these things and holding yourself to that mindset of you feel older than you are for whatever reason can really hurt you. I think growing up, I definitely had to take on a like parental figure role in a lot of different situations I'm not really going to go into that right now, but there was just a lot of situations where, like, I felt like I had to be the bigger person. I felt like I had to control what was going on in my environment due to just different things my childhood going on to the point where I really matured very quickly, which in the moment seemed good because, you know, I'd be like, oh, we don't have to worry about her. Like, she's so mature. Now it's kind of damaging in a lot of ways. I'm realizing, you know, over this past year, I've just realized, like, it sucked because it's like I had to grow up so quick. With that being said, I don't really regret it at all because it made me into the person I am today and I feel like I'm in a very good spot in my life, so it really worked out for the best. But there are definitely times where I sit there and, you know, question just the whole process in general. So, yeah, I guess just really remembering how young I really am and still setting high expectations for myself, that's not a bad thing. But just remembering not to set them too high because I need to remember that I'm still 20. Like, owning a house right now is possible, but if I don't achieve that goal, it's not the end of the world because I'm only 20. So yeah, just being a little bit easier on myself, being okay with who I am right now. I feel like our generation really is always trying to better themselves in a lot of ways, which is awesome. But at the same time, it's exhausting because of how much we do it from the makeup tutorials to getting the newest, coolest thing. You know, I'm just as guilty as anyone else. You just look at, you know, what I got for Christmas. It's all the like trendier things, quote unquote, like I'm always looking to get the newest thing and do the newest thing. And I feel like this year I really want to focus on learning who I truly am. I think I've learned a lot this year about myself and I think instead of setting all these crazy goals for like my physical well-being or my mental well-being it's more of just like okay let's just go through the motions like let's set these goals figure out how to attain them and just go through the motions and be okay with who you are and learn to love your own mind because if you're always at war with yourself mentally you're never really going to see progress because you don't, you're not even giving yourself the space.
space to grow, you know? So it's like, you just have to take the time to stand back and realize like, it's okay to be exactly where I'm at. And I feel like these two go hand in hand with each other. Just the like remembering how old I actually am and being okay with present me. I feel like that is just the perfect segue into each other because it's like you have to, you know, take that time to like yourself and remember that you're only as young as you are or as old as you are, however you want to put it. And just, you know, really get to know you and what you need. Because if you're happy with your mental health and yourself, you're going to be better off in a lot of situations, especially just in relationships in general, not just romantic relationships, but friendships too. Like, I feel like when you are in a bad mental space and, you know, you really just don't love yourself, you will see it in every single relationship that you have. You're going to be more selfish. You're not going to want to do as many things. You know, if you if you don't have that love and compassion for yourself and you're just hard on yourself all the time, you're just going to have a rough life overall. Like, you're not going to be as great in relationships as you think you should be because you're being so critical of yourself. So yeah, that's, I know that was a little bit deep, but I just feel like I really want to focus on that for sure. And then the last one, I feel like this is just an in general thing. Like you should always want to strive for this at all times, but really just soaking up the moment. You know, I have done a really good job of this in the past. So I guess this goal is really just continuing to do so. Um, I remember a lot of times in high school where I did this and I would legitimately take a second and like, be like, okay, yeah. Like, a good example of this, I guess, is my quote-unquote last Christmas in the house. That would have been, let's see, it was before I went to college. And I remember going around to every single family event, and they would make fun of me. But I would be like, this is my last Christmas. And they're all like, oh, Haley, like, you're pretending like you're dying. Like, it sounds like you're literally just going to die, and you're not going to be here for next Christmas. I'm like, that's not what I mean. I'm just like, I'm trying to soak up the moment. And... I feel like I have closure on that. I've seen a lot of TikToks around the holiday season this year of like, oh my gosh, I just realized I'm never going to have another Christmas at home. And it's just so different. And I I can, you know, I, I will agree with that statement. It is so different. We went to both Christmases. We went to Nick's house and my house this year on Christmas Day. And it's not the same. It's still fun. And it's unique in its own way. And... I don't know it's even more special because I got to wake up you know next to Nick and we got to get ready together and then go to Christmas like it was a different vibe it was fun but it's definitely not the same as your childhood Christmas you know waking up at seven or eight in the morning with your sister and or brother and going downstairs and opening presents and like you know you're with your parents and then you know maybe your significant over comes over later but you have that moment you know and that's like the childhood memories and it's definitely not the same. I don't feel as upset about that part being over anymore. And I think it's because I truly did take the time to soak up that moment. You know, I I feel like I've moved on from it. It's not as much of a shock for me, you could say. So yeah, I feel like just soaking up the moment in situations where you know it's an important moment is very key to feeling fulfilled and not feeling like you're missing something in life. So I definitely want to continue doing that because I feel like it's made a big difference on the way I see things on my day-to-day basis and just when I look back on my life as a whole. So yeah, I, I really feel like a lot of these goals are extremely attainable for me, to be honest. I'm not setting anything 
crazy, there's no crazy expectations, there's no deadlines. It's just kind of an overall thing, and I, I've got these in my phone, so I'm just going to continue to kind of look through them over the years, but if I could give any advice to you, I guess, if you're going to make a New Year's resolution, make it something attainable if you're really wanting to get something out of that resolution. Maybe for you, working out could work for you. You know, you could just start that schedule, but for me, I just know from previous experience, it just doesn't quite work like that. So yeah, that is my advice for New Year's resolution goals. Or I guess it wouldn't be resolutions and goals. It would just be goals, huh? New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I I truly am going to try to make more of the podcast this year. Um, I'm finally getting my mic and everything. I'm going to get all that figured out. I really enjoy making these and I feel like it helps me look at my life as a whole and I think it really just helps my mental health in general so I'm definitely going to try my best to make more of these but again it's just one of that that's one of those goals where if I set it too hard I'm gonna like stress out about it and it doesn't really make sense but I'm just gonna stress about it so we're just gonna go with I'm gonna make more than I did this year so yes you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you in the next one